Welcome to the Paperless Movement Podcast. I'm Tom Solid, your host, and I'm so excited to share another thrilling episode with you, where I deep dive into the digital productivity space together with my guests. As usual, this episode is not sponsored. However, providing you this value for free is only possible thanks to all of you who are part of the Paperless Movement membership. You allow me to stay independent with my opinion. But also as a member, you can join these interviews live when they are recorded for a chance to ask your own questions and you'll even get access to chapterized video versions of this and previous episodes. So if you'd like to become a member eager to max out the full potential of your digital productivity system, check out paperlessmovement.com. And now, without further ado, let's dive into this chat. I'm really excited. I'm always excited, but now especially because August Bradley is in the show. Welcome. Amazing to be here with you. Thank you. Yeah. So who doesn't know August Bradley yet when it comes to Notion? I'm really happy that we will have this discussion now. And my members know that I have a lot to say about Notion. And I'm sure you have a lot to say about Notion as well. Like a way to get started. But for those folks who don't know you yet, give us a introduction. Who are you? And why are you as bold as me? Sure. Bald's another story. We don't, that's not one we really want to go into. I always say a nice face needs space. No, I'm, I help people who feel they're not progressing in life, achieve the things that matter most to them by implementing a life operating system called pillars, pipelines, and vaults. And this is built in Notion. That was it. It was even uh, a shorter version of elevator pitch. There you are just half floor up now with the elevator. Yeah. But no, the I'm... rest of it, we will take time to dig deeper into this. For sure. So thank you very much. August, let's do this. You just mentioned it, PPV. Let us know what is, what is it all about? Yeah. Pillars, Pipelines and Vaults or PPV is the life. It's the name of the life operating system that I've been teaching. I had developed this originally working with entrepreneurs who are running companies. And initially I was just consulting them on operations unrelated to this, but I realized in order to put operations and efficient systems into a company, you had to actually optimize the life of the owner or founder because their lives were so deeply intertwined with the businesses. So I started doing coaching essentially, but really systems oriented life coaching and putting various efficient systems and processes and life design in place for the owners. And then that of course made the companies work so much better. So I developed a system working with a lot of very high achieving entrepreneurs and then started experimenting and implementing on my own. And I developed this system that really brings a lot of focus and clarity and transparency to what you're doing. And I've, it evolved through iterations. I started building it out in Notion once I had that tool, that ability to customize my own software without any code, and it evolved into a Notion system. So what PPV does is it does three things. It does focus. It gives you intense laser light focus on what matters most. Two, it does alignment, which is it aligns your highest level aspirations to the things you need to focus on daily and hourly. So most uh, project management systems are good at project and task management, but they don't align your, what you're doing with your highest level aspirations in life and really your guiding principles. A good system doesn't just help you manage all your tasks and projects, helps you understand yourself, empowers your self-awareness, helps you understand what you value most in life and what you find most meaningful in life. If you don't know that, you're just going to be rowing frantically in arbitrary directions. You're not going to go anywhere that matters. Does it matter how efficient you are if you're going in the wrong, direct, wrong direction? It's way more important. It's better inefficient paddling in the right direction than massively efficient paddling in the wrong direction. So the first mm -hmm. thing a system needs to do is bring clarity on who you are. 
and it needs to provide more and more insight on who you are as you go. So that's what the alignment part of PPV is all about, aligning your values, what you find meaningful in life, and your highest level aspirations. It needs to make those incredibly clear as to what they are, and then systematically, structurally connect through different tiers down to the daily and hourly level, what you're actually working on. So the things you're working on are actually moving the needle towards the things that matter in life. So we can get deeper into that. And then the third thing that PPV does is knowledge management. All, all knowledge management systems need to do certain things, quick capture, organization, distillation. The one thing that I think PPV does over and above typical knowledge management system is resurfacing in context, resurfacing in the right time and place. And we can go deeper into that as well. But when you have your entire life operating system integrated, deeply integrated and informing each of the other parts, then you're able to have resurfacing in context that you can't when they're all siloed and independent entities apart from each other. So that's the overview. Happy to go into any section you find interesting. I heard a lot of interesting stuff. There are also a lot of things that align very well with the ICO framework that I'm teaching. Although it's too agnostic on my end, I see really a lot of overlapping there. So happy to dive deeper into this, especially you talked a lot about others would say goal setting and actually also achieving the goals or working towards the goals, because we all know this goals are set, but you never follow them over the year. And then December is usually the moment when a colleague comes in and next you because they need to fulfill their goal to get the bonus and things like this. So it sounds like that you have a system that allows them to keep track of throughout the year. And the thing that the question that arises here is how do you differentiate? It sounds like a personal management right now, but is it also for teams? Good question. So it's personal right now, but it's personal. Sorry, I should say it's an individual life system. The one mm -hmm. that's taught on YouTube is an individual life system. I also have been doing consulting for several years now, implementing a team version of that. And I'll be launching a team course on that later in this year. So there is a whole team system, but team requires a lot more customization because teams yeah. vary in shape and sizes much more than individuals. Mm. So most of what we're talking about here and what's available in my current course is all about an individual personal life operating system. But that includes business and your personal life. It's, a, it's about life design. And my course is called Notion Life Design. So life includes personal and business and work and career. It's all one. And so it encompasses all that for one individual. The current setup, you could easily adapt it for an additional person, maybe two people, maybe a mm. couple living together. But beyond that, it, there are different structures and different elements for the team edition of Pillars, Pipelines, and Vaults. But the YouTube channel is very much focused on the personal version. But that encompasses business as well, client management, uh, all, all career management, employer management, tracking your progress and planning out your rise within a corporation would fall very easily within the scope. Yeah. That makes total sense. And this is, this is a real challenge. I call focuses really on the big picture also for businesses. And I also had to differentiate between personal knowledge management, task management, and business knowledge management, task management. And the ultimate goal with ICO is that you connect both. And this is a real challenge because I was working big corporate and had clients in big corporate where you have very restrictive tools and you cannot just use something like Notion where you have sensitive data. Yeah. So how do you connect this each other? And this is why I come with a tool agnostic approach that you can apply to everything. How do you uh, cope with this with the PPB yeah. and that you, you can, can actually yeah. integrate your work life, as you mentioned already, that it is right. If you work for a company well. that has a project and task management system that's different than yours, it's not Notion, for example, then you cannot and should not ever run two 
duplicate task and project yeah. management systems. Don't even try. Uh, so you can, no. what you need to do is decide where the line is. Now, the team and project, sorry, the team task and project management system is not going to cover your career ambitions and your stepping stones that you're mapping out. You don't tell your boss that you're using this job as a stepping stone to get his job or her job or some other job. you got to be committed to the job. And that's really all about your day-to-day, week-to-week management and coordination with the team. You can very easily draw a line, but you have to be very clear on where the line is between the team system and your system. So you're still going to have business elements. And if you're running your own business, you could do the whole thing in one, or you could even put your team. But if you don't have that freedom, as many people don't, you draw the line of where one is and where the other goes. But there are still professional elements you need in your personal system, even if you have a separate team system. And those are your career aspirations and goals and projects and steps to get there. That's your internal self-management where your career is a step towards something more aspirational. And then separately of your team system, which is just executing day to day. So there is, you draw a clear line and it's pretty easy to draw that distinction. Yeah, I like this. As I said, I'm looking at a big picture and the PPV to me is really the self-development part where you have the whole life at your path in one system that you manage there, no matter what job you're working on and so on. Whereas iCore applies also more about the business and team management and setting up the right conventions so people work better together. But also when you set up, and I think PPV can work there as well, when you set up yourself in an efficient and productive way, you will show at work that you are this way and people get interested. How do you do this? Yeah. And then you can implement the tools. This is how I did it. And I increased team performance by 60% in my own team. I was part of the team by just implementing the systems and, and conventions there, which eventually brought me up the ladder as well for productivity. And in the end of the day, it all comes down setting conventions and get it right. And what I really liked watching uh, your videos, you mentioned in one, um, the difference between a due date and a due date. That's the thing. Right. We introduced this concept. Yeah. Due to date is the date when you plan to do it. We schedule out each week in even more detail the evening before the next day. So in a moment where we have objectivity in, mm. you can't start planning 9am Tuesday at 9am Tuesday. Cause at that moment you have all these emotional elements pulling you and tugging on you mm. and competing for your attention. The evening before you don't have those emotional elements of the moment pulling, you have clarity on what actually matters, where you're heading, what you need to do, what's realistic to be done in a single day. We don't have to do lists. We have very small succinct ones for each day and they're doable. They're a reach, but they're doable. But yeah, you said the due date is the date you intend to do it. You can always reschedule it, but the DO date is what matters, not the DUE date or the completion mm-hmm. date for sure. And so yeah, the due that. date is the ultimate deadline. So I would always set the deadline, the due date to a point of no return. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you will. yes. So when, you know, your boss or project needs to be finished, this is really the ultimate deadline and you can reschedule the due date if it doesn't work because obviously life gets in the way. I can sit on Sunday planning out my due dates, I go at work and my boss shouts at me that something is breaking down. And there we come into priorities, something I teach in ICO as well. People just so often don't get what priorities mean, prioritization means. So usually everything is urgent, everything is set at high because there is no context to priorities. Another thing that I did in my own life that I'm teaching now, setting conventions for priorities. So I can clearly say when a priority is at high, in my case, in the pelvis movement, it means in the business, high are tasks that are related to a goal or they are linked to a goal that we need to achieve. So we'll be walking into the right direction. 
And uh, normal is when people run out of tasks and we have some optimization work or things like that, we could use normal. And low usually is just an idealist. But urgent, and this is usually the thing that I got so many times, urgent emails. So there's not such a thing, by the way, guys. There's no such a thing like an urgent email. They have to call you. Then it's urgent. <laughs> but if you get an urgent email, I define urgent that business shuts down. So when my website is broken or nothing works again, that everything stops because business continuity is in danger. So how do you, how do you handle priorities then? PPP, yeah. I guess so. Sure. Prioritization yeah. is at the core of it. But again, yeah. prioritization starts with self-awareness and knowing what really matters to you in life, what you value and what you find most meaningful. So the system has to first reveal that and help de develop insight and understanding of that. Then from that, everything flows down. And then prioritization is everything. So if everything's, if you have a lot of things scheduled as uh, top priority, very high priority, then nothing's a priority, right? Yeah. If they're all equal relative, priority is a relative judgment assessment. If they're all at the same relative level, then none of them are a priority. Literally by yeah. definition, the word has just lost all meaning. That's so, the moment when the people switch into firefighter mode because they check running after. I don't know what the priorities are the most urgent in the moment. And what's most urgent in the moment is rarely what's most important. The things that are, have actual due dates, DUE dates, deadlines, tend not to be the things that are going to move your life forward in a big way. They're not the things that are going to move you towards your life aspirations. They are usually other people's claim on your time. And that's why you feel it's more urgent because you don't want to let the other person down. You have to deliver for that person. You have to get this to them. You have to do this by the deadline. The deadlines are usually set externally. So you need to reshift your whole approach to your schedule. So that, yes, there are some things you have to deliver for other people, but it must be balanced with the commitments you're making to yourself. Most people place the commitments they make to other people so much higher than the commitments they make to themselves. And then they shortchange them endlessly. Part of what we try to do in the PPV structure is ensure that a good part of every day or certainly every week is bringing in a good mix of things that are your priorities to yourself that will move the needle in your life and move you towards the things that you aspire to, not just respond to the things that other people are expecting from you. So you need a balance of them. You can't do all one or the other. You have to do both. There are urgent things you have to do, but you're going to balance them. And typically in the system, you'll see, and again, this is where the clarity becomes so valuable. The solo tasks tend to be things with an urgent deadline, but not things that are going to move the needle. And the things that are connected to projects and goals, and we have two levels of goals, value goals and outcome goals, things connected higher up your alignment system are the things that are important to you to achieve the aspirations in your life clearly reveals which are which and you can ensure that you have a mix of them in every, any given day and and certainly across the course of a week that's fundamental to achieving anything in life most people don't go anywhere they're just on a treadmill because all they're doing is the reaction stuff that has an urgent deadline the things that are most important in your life the things that will move you forward in life typically don't have a deadline date at all and that's why they don't get done you need to impose that deadline on yourself or at least a regular consistent practice of moving forward in it. In, in any system, any system needs to have clarity on which are which and ensures that a good portion of the ones that matter to advancing your life are in the mix, not just ones where you're serving and reacting to other people. So that's fundamental. Great question, Tom. Yeah. And I love the answer. I, I Now I really understand the mission behind PPV. I see the big picture of my own life, actually. I'm so focused with iCore on helping people setting up their systems for business or also for personal life, but it's not about the end goal. 
So it's really about improving efficiency, finding the stuff when you need it, and also collaboration work. This is really the focus here. With PPV, this really very well integrates there. So you can add another layer where you have your personal goals, and then you can really see, I guess you start then with, where do you want to be 10 years from now? <laughs> I guess this will be a question. Well, you know, what do you want to value. learn with? You, yeah. you, know, you don't start with where you want to be. You start with what matters, what gives you meaning in life, yeah. what do you value most. That's even before a long horizon assessment. You got to really have self-awareness to know what matters to you in life. And most yeah. people don't. It's actually a hard question. If you, if yeah, you ask yourself, what do I value? Ask yourself that mm. question. Especially if people be are in a treadmill and yeah. in a hamster wheel. I just yeah. escaped one. <laughs> you just focus, you have this tunnel, this tunnel vision and you don't, you just realize it if extreme things happen in life. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a hard question to yeah, answer. Then it's, it's too late usually when you realize it. And I, I always told myself, I don't wake up when I go retirement and then say, I will start my life then. So I made the decision. I do the best and that I want to do right now. I want to live the life actually. Instead of waiting, I heard it so many times, once I retire, I will do this and this. So the thing is, people retire and they don't know what to do because they never thought what they actually want to do, or they become sick right when they retire because their whole life changes from their normal workflows and things like this. So it's a really important question that you ask in PPV, and I really like it. And having these goals laid out using PPV, I can much easier react in my work life and cooperate because then if people come and say, can you help me here? Can you help me there? You realize you're losing sight of your own progress right. and you're just helping others to succeed. And then you see them going up the ladder and you're sitting there and it was all them. So I like it. The self-awareness. Yeah. The, the self-awareness thing is actually cha very challenging because if you just ask yourself what you value, it's so hard to answer. So we, I've put a lot of effort into designing a very tactile, actionable approach to mining real life experiences in your response to them. There's a whole structure we go through in the program to, to take it from this abstract concept. Most people will just recite things they've heard that they know they're supposed to say about what they value, mm -hmm. not dive into what they actually uniquely, their unique life experience tells them. If you actually break it into actionable my, uh, steps, mining real life experiences throughout the history of your life, you can have those incidents reveal a great deal about you. And then you will have clarity on what's uniquely valuable to you, not just a generic thing that society imposes on us. It's a really hard process, but that's a sort of the highest level of what the system does. Yeah. I guess you also consider that things change over time. For sure. So how do you adjust the system once you have it in place? Yeah. So any system has to have what are called, we do a lot of systems thinking in. So it's a feedback approach. loop, uh, right. feedback loop in plan. And we're always evolving and changing. And what we value in life changes over life. And therefore the whole pyramid under that of all the yeah. implementation will change and flow accordingly. But we have a, a structured system of weekly reviews, monthly reviews, quarterly reviews and annual reviews. They're designed not to be overly burdensome. They can be done quickly, but they that's where you keep things on track and aligned and you reassess at different stages, at different reviews, weekly, monthly, and so forth. You have different levels of depth you're assessing. So at the weekly review, you're assessing your active tasks to make sure they align with your active projects. At the monthly review, you're assessing your active projects to make sure they're the right active projects. You're constantly adjusting. The quarterly, you're adjusting your goal. Now you can jump in at any time, but these are at the very minimum, you're doing it at mm -hmm. these periods. So at the quarterly, you're adjusting your goals and annually, 
you're adjusting your values, life aspirations, and your guiding principles. Now, at any point, you can do it more frequently, but there's a system to ensure at the very minimum you're doing it at those. And at any point, you can change your goals anytime you want. You're free to, but have clarity and purpose given where you are, have them documented and then entered within a system that connects hourly up to your dreams. That's the same advice I give to my members when it comes to changing systems. The (laughs) wise man. Do it purposefully. But yeah, I love the answer. And now we want to get to the point, why Notion? Why is it Notion the chosen tool for implementing people? Sure. And to your philosophy of using the best system, I use just, I use many tools, way more than, I still use Evernote, not as much as I used to, but I still, there's a place for a wide range of tools. And I'm using Obsidian actually mm-hmm. quite a bit, more and more. Notion is ideal for designing a comprehensive integrated system. I spoke about the, the systems thinking philosophy. And when you have a system that's deeply interconnected and speaking to each other and informing each other, you have this quality of emergence, this, mm-hmm. these properties that arise through the complete operation of the system together that don't exist in the individual components. So if you have a whole yeah. bunch of siloed components, you don't have these emergent properties. You have value and quality properties from the individual components but you don't have the emergent properties that only exist fluidly working together. By having one system under one umbrella, you have more of this emergence than if you have all these different siloed parts. Even if the siloed parts are better at the individual functions, there's a trade-off and you have to assess the benefits of each. But for the components that I have put into the life operating system, the PPB system in Notion, I don't see any alternative to getting that level of emergence and that level of enhanced capability from the fluid communication and interaction of them, particularly the alignment, the connecting your day-to-day and hourly actions to your highest life aspirations in a way that your life aspirations and highest level goals don't drift away. I used to write Mm -hmm. them on paper every year, put them in a drawer. Yeah. Six months later, I was like, oh, what, what was that? And then a year later, I'd look at them and go, oh, yeah, that was interesting. That, <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. In a system that's connected from the very top of the pyramid down to the bottom, there's no losing track. Yeah. You know exactly where you are. You know exactly why you're doing what you're doing, what it's serving. It's the clarity, the transparency is unparalleled. And I used to use every, I used Todoist, I used uh, Asana, I used everything. They could be good at managing tasks. Some of them are even good at managing projects and tasks. None of them are good at managing goals, projects, tasks, and none of them even dreamed of managing life aspirations, goals, projects, management, no. tasks in a way that kept everything immediately transparent in front yeah. of you every day. Yeah. And, and then the knowledge management to it further empowers the resurfacing of note, thoughts, notes, and ideas, information you've captured. It'll resurface in context. So when you open your, pay, your project view to work on a specific project, you have everything, all the tasks you're working on. You have the goal it's serving, the life aspiration it's underneath. And then you have all of the information you've captured. You probably forgot of most of these things that you save, but they resurface in the right context there. Same thing when you look at a client, you've got all this and then you have your notes from that client, you the information and ideas and articles and podcasts you captured for that client. Same thing for any knowledge topic in your knowledge vault. Anywhere you go, everything related to that thing resurfaces self-filtered for that unique thing. I've never seen a system that could do that. In theory, Coda could do it, but I don't even think it does it as well. And that's much harder to, much less accessible. It's just tougher learning curve. Notion is so accessible, but it gives you this platform that's open. And most people are not systems thinkers. So I think there's a real value in taking a proven system and then customizing it rather than trying to build your own system from scratch if you don't have a history of 
software design or actual system design, that's an actual skill you have to build. So yeah. starting with a structure, that's what PPV is. It's scaffolding. It's like foundation. And then you customize on top of it. Notion lets you customize way more than any of the tools designed for it. And Notion also lets you combine elements, more elements than any other platform I've ever seen. 100% agree. Everything you said, I say as well. I would just repeat the same thing. Coda, for example, is far too complex. We teamed up officially with the Paperless Movement with Coda because I'm building a productivity system comparison system. I still have to come up with Very a cool. name. I love that. But this is for the Icon Mastery members and we can add the tools and everything is interconnected. And you just said an important thing. It's a single source of truth that we are seeking here. And it does mean that it needs to be one tool, your single source of truth. It, others would call it buckets where you really have a purpose. This type of, of bucket of information needs to live in this single source of truth. So when, once I need or work in this area, I have all the information accessible right there. So it's the same if I'm in, in corporate or working in a team, then I would always seek for a single source of truth. And it, it starts with having a meeting and everybody takes their notes in their paper notebooks. I would say as a team leader, let's take the notes on the task, in the task management tool, whatever we use and write it down as comments and for everybody to see. So everybody sees we agreed on this. We just open up the task. We have all the re relevant information there. When somebody drops out from the team, a new one comes in, sees the whole history and thinks how many times I was sitting in meetings for the fifth time talking about the same thing again. Everybody's going through the paper notebooks, finding the information again. So I'm a hundred percent with you. And Notion is really a great hybrid between a database platform and Obsidian. You already mentioned Obsidian, but would, the moment I, I would dispute the term hybrid, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the moment when Rome research was launched, that was the, the birth of the backlinks, I would say from a development perspective, this is no complicated feature. So I already made a video when Rome research launched on YouTube saying now notion has to bring in backlinks and see there one month later, they had backlinks. That was the smartest move they had to do because now things got connected. And this Plus is inline links, it, the combination of backlinks and inline links. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. Closer to that. So that's yeah. very important. That's no. very important to mention because in my notion course, which is a short course, I talk only about these connecting the nodes and resurfacing this information. And people tell me I can use Evernote for this. I also can connect nodes there. You, know, you, you have to go to the node, find a URL, paste the URL back into the node. This is just friction your friction and notion, you just start mentioning things and I don't have to worry about backlinking when I'm on the other end on the other node, I will see where it is referenced. And this is awesome. And now let's go into obsidian. I switched to obsidian where I tried really for personal note taking to think about, uh, enriching my productivity, knowledge management, uh, my productivity knowledge about different tools and different people who are working in the space and try to connect this. And I don't know what it is. I'm always drawn back to Notion because I like the structure more. I'm missing my database. And I had a discussion with Danny Hatcher and he was actually switching from Notion to Obsidian. And we realized, okay, I can really set up the same thing, same structure that I had in Notion with the advantage of the graph. Love the graph inside Obsidian. Cool. But in the end of the day, it's, a f it's just a feature. I'm, I'm not using it as often to really surface information. And 
the way I can interconnect nodes in Notion. I don't know. I, I use both side by side to really compare it. So I'm really interested to have your take on it, especially that you mentioned that you're using Obsidian as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A couple things on this. First of all, let's be clear on the difference between the two software tools, Notion and Obsidian, and they're both great at what they do. Obsidian is a note-taking app. Notion is not a note-taking app. Notion is a no-code development platform. Those are fundamentally different things. So Notion lets you build the SaaS app. Obsidian mm -hmm. does a specific function, capture nodes, interrelate them, develop this network thought, you know, matrix of your ideas. Awesome. So each is going to be better, but Notion is about building your own tool across an endless range of functional areas. Oh, so then I would start arguing about Coda then, because Coda well, is really yeah. picking Coda what is the Notion same category. Notion and Coda are in the same category of software. But much more accessible is Notion, I agree with Yes. This. So for, right. say, you need a consultant who helps you setting it up. Right. That's, that's so, right. But Notion is not really the same category of software as Obsidian and Rome. It's yeah. the same category of software as Coda. So yeah. one is for building your own software and the other is a specialized tool optimized for a specific thing with a specific way of doing things. So it's going, inherently any specialized tool is going to have advantages in that specialized area. So Obsidian is faster. Uh, it has that really nice advantage of the local security and storage on your own computer. Uh, it's more fluid and the rela relational linking is so much faster. The graph is really cool. I feel it's more of a wow cool than useful, but whatever. It's got some uses and it's there. So it's just a fluid, dynamic way to capture nodes in a way that's very secure. So that's amazing. It, it is definitely faster than Notion. There's absolutely no question yeah. about it. So for some people, that's actually more valuable, right? And for other people, I mean, for example, the ability to connect it with the rest of your system, like you cannot do a serious project task goal management system in Obsidian. You can do it. There are plugins, yes. You can yeah. jerry rig it, hack it into it, but, yeah. it, but that's not what it MacGyver does. MacGyver approach. <laughs> yeah, that's not what it does. Notion isn't exclusively for that, but it has the flexibility to build a much wider range of things. And therefore, you can build a lot more things that are interconnected and relate, relating. Now, all this software is fairly new, so none of them have good APIs. Even Notion's API is a long way to go. And I don't think yeah. Obsidian has a serious API. Rome doesn't. They can't talk to each other. So yeah. in a dream world, we could pick the right app and have perfect fluidity of communication between them, but we can't. Evernote has a good API, but it's it's the old two-dimensional, old-school style. It just doesn't do much. So within the modern range of the modern tools, there's not much connectivity. So if you just want a personal knowledge management system, I think there's a tough and legitimate debate between Notion and Obsidian. And in many cases, Obsidian will win. But if you want to build a life operating system where each part is communicating and informing the other, providing transparency across the entire system and creating that emergent, those emergent properties that don't exist in the individual components, there's just no comparison. That's Notion. Agreed. Now, it won't do yeah. the tasks better than the Notion does. No question. Better interface, more elegant. There's a little Recurring more tasks. But you can't, but, but to do this doesn't, it has projects, but it, there aren't it does not have good project management and it doesn't no. have any goal management and it doesn't have any guiding principle element whatsoever. Notion, the ability to connect all that and have all of it inform each other and to stay connected to all of it, to me, is so much more powerful than the nicer interface for task management. To me, that's a no-brainer. But if you just want to do tasks, Todoist will nail that. Similarly, Obsidian will do uh, knowledge management extremely elegantly, and, but it's detached. It's its own silo. It's not informing and resurfacing in context outside of topic. So you do have resurfacing in context in Obsidian by topic, by the topics and notes you're tracking, but not in your projects, not in your clients, not in your content pipeline. 
it's not across the functional areas. It's only by topic. And to me, the functional areas is where things get done. That's the action. You know, and this is now the perfect moment or the perfect segue where I had the struggle to which tool I should use, Obsidian or Notion. And I always try to implement my own system of, let's see, iCore. And what I'm looking is to connecting all the apps together. So I don't want my information being disconnected. So there's no point having a task manager and then I have to go somewhere else to find my information in a disconnected way. So this being said, as you already, PPV is all about this. You have your personal thoughts that you want to evolve over time by taking notes. And then you have your business information and all this relevant information. So my dream would be having it all in one system, let's say Notion, because it's easy to connect and build this. But where is the dynamic way of note-taking to, to do this as I can do in Obsidian? This is really the moment when I said, okay, let's do personal knowledge management for self-development inside Obsidian. And then the business relevant information goes into Notion as my knowledge management and my task and project management, it actually is in ClickUp and ClickUp is again, connect to do is because I want to have a simple task list in the day that I can take off, which is then connected to my calendar because task list is task list is infinite and a calendar is finite. So this is a complex setup, obviously. Right. And nobody, not everybody needs it. However, this being said, the differentiation between business and personal thing is key here to mention, I think. Sure. So this is why I say to do is, in my opinion, is not good enough to run teams properly as I can do with ClickUp, Asana or other tools or in your case. And this is why I want to learn more about your take on using Notion for task management. I, I rather found it cumbersome to have this, I have a project database, I have a task database, I connect these together and all this. Let's, let's talk about this. What do you think? So where's the, the friction? Because to me, I, I, I feel it is super smooth and elegant, the interaction. In PPV, we have very few dashboards. A lot of systems have yeah. all these dashboards. You have to mm -hmm. have an organizational structure just for your dashboards. We have very few. We have a command center, which is the homepage. Then from there, we have three functional ones. We have the action zone, which is all about what I need to do today and now. We have the alignments, which connects the lowest level tasks up to your highest level aspirations with every connective step along the way. And then we have the mind expansion dashboard, which is about knowledge management. So what you're asking about now is we have the action zone, which provides total clarity. This would be the Todoist uh, comparable dashboard. Yeah. And it provides a window on what I'm doing today in order, no distractions. A week planning makes any sense when you sit down to do the work. Or if you have a, the whole week laid out, that is a week of distractions. When you sit down to do your work, you need today and you need to have a clear point of where you are in that hour. And that's mm -hmm. what our action zone does. It has the active projects connect. So you can always open a project in the project view. You have incredible clarity on everything pertaining to that project. Most importantly, the prioritized tasks, the active ones next up, first future, second future, third future in the, ta in the project view, in the projects are what are going to move you towards your life aspirations, projects mixed with habits and routines, which is a separate function. But the projects are a big part of that, especially on the business side. And the project view just gives you a masterful view of what needs to be done, what's next, what's the big picture, everything. But in the action zone, it's just, I'm doing these three things today. If I get these three things done today as a success, if I don't, it's not, it's that clear. And I'm going to yeah. do this first and then this, and that's it. And then we're doing time blocking, Attached. I still use Google Calendar, so that, that works hand in hand. Yeah, two things, because you mentioned the calendar in the end. 
I agree. This, what you just mentioned there is a great setup because you see what you actually need to work on. I, I always wonder being in Asana and uh, ClickUp and so on, how hard they make it to you to really understand what you need to work on, because it's all over the place. I don't know what they were doing ClickUp 3.0 to make this better. But the, the advantage of ClickUp over Asana already is that I, at least in ClickUp, I can go on a bird's eye view and see all the stuff. In Asana, I was tied to the different projects and had to find my stuff this way. This is exactly the core that you just mentioned there, which is the advantage of Notion that everything can be surfaced and viewed or prepared in a view that really makes sense to you. So you can focus on the things that matter. The things where Notion lost me as a, for knowledge and task management is the recurring tasks. So I know there's some uh, automation integration that we can use in Notion, but there's no na native recurring tasks. Things manually, like it's not that hard. Like most recurring tasks tend to be smaller things, right? Little things you have to re do. If you just at the untick the box and then change the due no, date, instead or? of checking done, change the due date, the DO date, just change the date instead of checking done. Boom. Okay. Now, if it's oh, a big that, project, then I miss out on the success ticking the box. Okay. <laughs> but then you have, but the trade off is you have a system that works perfectly and almost effortlessly. That's so a point. it's a significant thing and you want to track the history of doing it, duplicate, check one done and change the date on the other two seconds. So yeah, it's not. Yes, I agree. An automation would be nice. But, Tell this so your team, you know, so once you have, when you set up workflows, the more you tell your team what they need to do manually, yeah, the more. Yeah. Then with the team again. And I always come from the standpoint as working in a team. But you can also set up Zaps to do this. Zaps can yeah. set up your recurring tasks okay. quite easily too. Yeah. Then we are at the point again that we need people who understand yeah. this. And, yeah. No, but you can set up. There's no thing that is perfect. That's the fun part. There's no tool that allows this all, but Notion gets very close. And yeah, the other thing was then, and more importantly, the disconnection to my real calendar, which is Google Calendar, for others it might be Outlook, that I don't have no automatic time blocking. And that was the key reason why I, I use still to do is connected with ClickUp. So I have a two-way synchronization. So whenever I had, because I go to my calendar and I see what I do. Mm -hmm. And when I change the event on my calendar, it will update the task inside to Todoist. So there's a proper two-way synchronization. Yeah. If I need to manually time block, I think this is the moment where I see the biggest trouble. So I have a calendar in Notion with all the due dates. And then you already mentioned time blocking. You go in Google. Right. You lay this out, but how do you keep track? Because this is the something question. you mentioned at the beginning, you do that let out duplicated date. No, great question. Absolutely. And I will say Todoist integration with Google Calendar is fantastic. Absolutely. And when Notion asked me, in fact, the Akshay Kathari, the CEO of Notion tweeted to me when the API came out and I posted my video on it. He said, what would you like to see with? How do they even ask? I mean, I said, well, but most of all, one a real integration with Google. Yes, we can do zaps for some functions. It takes at least three to set it up. It's clunky. It's inconsistent. Yeah. Todoist is the example of how to do a proper integration with Google. It's awesome. I miss it. I used to use it. And I think build that direct like internal, not through Zapier. Uh, or they built, they bought automated IOs. So maybe they can do it, whatever. So you got now proper API integrations. Right? Agreed. And my second request was a real integration 
two-way internal integration with Todoist. So we could use that wonderful task and have it update with Notion. Right now, you can't really, you can, you cannot Fun really. Fun fact, I was just Googling Next. Notion and Todoist integration, so I don't yeah. embarrass myself in this call here talking about this. Maybe it is yeah. not there. And there comes up a support page from Notion telling you how to integrate Todoist. But it doesn't work. And they it suggest is. you to embed Fair the enough. iframe inside Notion. You can do some of it, but not all of it. But those kinds of things need an internal integration. Zapier and Automate and Integromat quite get that done. But here's the thing. Todoist, with its fantastic integration with Google Calendar, still doesn't time block. It just throws things over in a time. You don't know what's there, what's where. So you still have to go to your Google Calendar and manually sort the blocks. When I'm talking about time blocking, I'm talking about putting in clusters of habits and routines. I will bundle habits and routines into different groups. My mid-morning habits and routines bundle. My after-lunch habits and routines bundle. That makes it easier to implement habits and routines. A whole other topic. We could do a whole episode on that. But that's so where I'm scheduling of habits and routines. And then I'm scheduling long, I'm scheduling appointments with other people, which is usually automated through Calendly and what have you. And then the third thing is I'm scheduling long, uninterrupted deep work periods. And that's the most valuable part. Those long, uninterrupted deep work periods is where your tasks, at least your priority tasks, need to go. But Todoist isn't going to properly put them into those, and neither is Notion. It's still going to require a manual finessing of that. So all I do is I look at my Notion action zone, which has everything, my prioritized tasks and actions for the day. And in those deep work periods that I have blocked off in my Google Calendar, number one goes into number one, number two goes into number two, or number one goes into number one. And it, however long it takes to finish number one, then next I go to number two. But I have the clear periods where I'm working on my priority tasks in Notion, which again are the ones tied to my higher life aspirations, not my reactive ones. And then my scheduled, other scheduled events are ones I'm doing in response and needs for of other people who I have some obligation to. So I'm making sure both get into the schedule. But either way, you still need to manually time block if you're really going to properly have things in the right slot. Even mm -hmm. though Todoist syncs, it doesn't map out your time blocks for the day. If you can add times in Todoist. And yes. It usually is you. that I have a whole day event in Todoist. And then I go into calendar and map it out. Well, that's just overlap and inconsistencies because Todoist doesn't show you what's already in your calendar, does it? It just throws whatever. Oh, that, that's why I do the management on, on the Google calendar. Then. Right. Being said, we are both, agree. we know the solution and we have no idea why, why they don't just tackle this because this is what is also the vision behind the papers movement to get the companies together. Mm -hmm. They don't, shouldn't see themselves as competition and everybody tries to build the perfect solution. To do is, I think, is the best example because they focus on one task lists and integrations, and you can integrate it in so many other things. And now with AkiFlow, I don't know if, if you know about this tool yet. AkiFlow is a consolidation platform that connects Todoist, ClickUp, Google Calendar, Notion. Even you can get your database in there, and I can build up my productivity hub this way, which is tied to a calendar and, and plan everything out there. This is something for another episode. I think we're getting there. 2022 will be awesome. I think the last years was already insane, but yeah. And purchased Automate IO. I think they're thinking in that direction. So I think that's what that acquisition. That's that's what I, yeah, that was, was something we all hoped for. The, the, I think the, the, the problem in many cases is, and I see it mixed with ClickUp and so many other tools again, we have some developers there. They do great work creating these tools, but it's always the lack of the users who really give the input, have the ability to give the right feedback, not just, I want this feature and then they try to serve everybody, but right. to give them the right workflows and feedbacks that these teams work in. Yep. And this is where I think we 
as the uh, consultants for others and seeing all the challenges are in charge to help these companies to build their tool and, and give, give some more better. 100% agree. 100%. August, I love it that we had this call. I don't want to stretch this too far, although I could go on for hours with you. I have the feeling that we certainly have to have a follow-up, but August, anything you want to share with the Paris Movement community before we close the interview? No, I, I like you, I could discuss this endlessly. So happy to, to elaborate, but yeah, it's the idea, but the fundamentally tools are secondary. They support what we need to do. First, everything starts with self-awareness, what you care about, what mean, what makes life meaningful to you. You got to start there and build from there. And then you've got to know what your aspirations are, what you want to do. Writing it out forces a clarity that you just can't get by just having ideas, this machine in your head, just spitting out idea after idea. You have to organize it, structure it, bring clarity so that you can map out a path to get where you want to go. And then the tools just support that. So it's not about, yeah, I, I like your philosophy that it's not about your know, religious devotion to a tool. It's about the tools that get the job done. And I love this new movement of being able to platforms that let you build your own SaaS app. That's what I find so exciting about Notion is it lets you build your own software tool. And we're going to get more and more capabilities like this as we go. So I just think it's an amazingly exciting time for us all to be building our own life operating. Absolutely. Amen. And three more questions popped in my head, but we have to, okay, one more. I want to just get it out there. You just mentioned over and over that you can build your own SaaS with Notion. The encoder is certainly too complex for people to start with, but even Notion is a blank canvas for so many people and they are overwhelmed to get this started. So my question is PPV tied to a template that you provide, or do you help people building their system the way that you teach it? Both. It's very interesting. Both. They tied to a template, but it's also the template secondary and, and many people do it without the template. So there's the mm. DIY approach, which is the YouTube channel. And my course provides deeper, more structured, organized training, plus access to me and my team to guide you and answer all your questions and a template that has the entire thing built out. So there are different approaches. It's most people don't have system design experience, and that is a real skill you have to build. Mm. Notion gives you freedom to do anything, but if you don't know how to build systems, you can build individual tools, fine. But if That's you want to build thing, yeah. systems, that's a skill. So that's where PPV comes in. It provides a foundational infrastructure that you implement that works. It's worked for thousands of people. I have trained thousands of people on this now. Uh, the YouTube channel alone has trained tens of thousands of people. It works. It takes, it's a learning curve. It takes effort up front, but once you put that effort in, life gets easier. It actually simplifies your life once it's in action, but it takes effort up front. That's the trade-off. Other tools will give you a solution up front, but it won't take you all the way. So that's another yeah. trade-off. But yeah, it's a structure. And then you custom on top of that layer. So it is, it brings the structure that Notion doesn't give you, but then lets you have, so it's like buying a piece of software that solves a problem. But then unlike any other software you purchase, you can then modify and customize endlessly without any programming skills from that starting point. So that's how I feel it, it gives the best of both worlds. Notion yeah, EBV with the structure that you can then modify. Yeah. Good. Thanks awesome. for clarifying this. August, where can then people find you if they want to find out more about PPV? Or yeah. You? So the YouTube channel is a version of the do-it-yourself implementation version that's at my channel under my name, August Bradley. My course and coaching is all at my website, yearzero.io. My company is called Year Zero Life Design. So yearzero.io is where all of my other work is. And I'm very active on Twitter at August Bradley. Happy to engage in ideas and discussions on Twitter. So those are probably the three best places to track me down. 
Awesome. Thank you very much, August. And we can catch up at another time. I well, thank you, Tom. This has been so a lot of fun. We're, we're totally, I love the mind meld. I love the way you think. So that's exciting to explore.